I think back then you had about 5,000 subscribers. So it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. It really has. And we have to deal with Michael every day, which is, a, <laughs> is the biggest part of this journey. <laughs> <laughs> right then, yeah. since we've uh, lost a bit of time, should we just uh, get on with L Podcast Day? Yeah, let's get straight into it, Mom. Hello, shoppers, and welcome to episode 28 of Fruck Unwrapped. Today we have offers on informative insight, trivia game shows and mildly offensive comedy all in our supermarket range. But first, let me introduce you to our friendly staff. Rumour has it that this guy was once removed from a Morrison's for thinking that self-service meant something completely different. (laughs) That's a masturbation joke. It's Stuart Bullock. How how did you find out about that? Uh, I spoke to uh, Theo, which is weird that he knew that story. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. Are you he well? Drops me in it a lot. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Excellent. I'm well. Um, yes, yeah. Slight, s- slight cold, but it's only to be expected at this time of year. I won't complain, though. I won't complain. And you wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't find me missing a podcast for a slight, <laughs> a slight snuffle. So I'm here and raring to go. How are you? I am very, very well and excited for tonight's show. Correct. And next. Bing bong, clean up on aisle four. That's another masturbation joke. It's Michael Jameson. Well, jokes on you, Nate, because I'd go to the customer toilets and lock myself in. That's the safe way. <laughs> oh, safe way. Great gag. Excellent gag. How are you doing, Michael? Cheers. Yeah, good, thank you. How are you, man? Uh, as I said to Stuart only minutes ago, I'm well. Good, I'm quite glad to hear it. <laughs> And finally, we welcome a newbie to the podcast family. He's a guy who has his own food reviewing channel, whose videos are slick, well-presented, and classy. Him appearing on this podcast is tantamount to seeing the Queen in Little. Please welcome <laughs> Riley Sirola. How are you doing, Riley? Hey, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. You are welcome. Uh, now, obviously, some of our listeners may not know who you are, so let's sort of delve in and get a bit, uh, get to know you a bit better and, you know... Uh, promote you, let's say. So, first of all, where, where can people find you and uh, and your your work? Well, at the moment, um, my main hub is YouTube. So you can find me there, uh, Riley.Sorola, forward slash Riley.Sorola. Uh, so, I mean, that's really it, mainly. It's uh, food, mainly food reviews uh, centred around London, but you will occasionally find food reviews anywhere uh, I happen to be on my travels. And speaking of travels, I also, you know, dwell into, you know, travel vlogs, try and do some travel films here and there uh, just to mix it up. But um, it's mainly a food channel. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big foodie. So uh, how did you get into the food reviewing game? What sort of, what, what was the inspiration? Was there a moment that sort of clicked in your head or did you watch someone else's videos or certainly not trying to, Fish for compliments or anything like that, but <laughs> I mean, it massively sounds like you are. Well, yeah, actually, but... well, 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 I'm sorry to you know disappoint you, but uh, you know the inspiration didn't come from from you guys, so <laughs> that's that. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, no, actually, really, what actually happened was uh, I had a I had a different uh, YouTube channel um, when I went to uh, where was it? Ayanapa. It was a couple of years back. 
Uh, me and my friends were just messing around with the camera and I decided to just piece it together and just completely forgot about it. A couple of months later, I'm seeing that the video has about 50,000 views. So I'm thinking, wow, wow, this is something that people like to watch. So I thought, okay, maybe I could start a YouTube channel and um, start some travel films. But then I said to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm too, too fucking broke for that. I can't be, um, <laughs> can't be uh, traveling can't can't make a youtube channel focused on that because i, I can't afford it so i thought yeah. all right what's the next best thing well i love eating i eat out a lot let's make a food review channel and uh that's how it was born lovely okay. now your channel differs to ours where where we uh all basically just sit on a sofa and review snacks every week you, you obviously go out there and you're hitting up food joints uh yes. every week um how do you sort of pick where you're going to eat is that sort of something you just sort of think, oh, that's eating here, or is there sort of things that you, you look at as being big hitters? Are you invited to places, recommended places? How, how do you sort of come up with where you want to go to next? Okay. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a mix and match. Like, I, I'm a big foodie, so I have a hit list of, of places that I will want to go to at some point of time. I will sometimes go on the um, the World Wide Web and just look up just try and find out about new spots that are popping up in London or elsewhere. Um, sometimes I do go on TripAdvisor, see what the reviews are like. And sometimes I get um, recommended by, you know, you know, it's word of mouth, other, other people telling you, you know, you need to try this spot, you need to try that spot. So, yeah, it's a bit of, it's a, bit of a mix. Bit of everything. Yeah. Um, boring question, though. What's the best place you've reviewed? Oh, that's difficult. Uh, when you say best place in terms of well, in terms all right, of what, taste, what, in terms of experience, yeah. Well, well just what, what? What's the favorite? Just overall, sort of your favorite place that you reviewed on whatever scale you want, whether it's just the taste or the whole thing. Tough one. I will say that one place that really, really sticks to mind is a place overseas in Amsterdam, okay. a place called Sazanka. It's the only. Michelin star um, teppanyaki restaurant in Europe. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Wicked. Amazing. I think that makes uh, makes a couple of Michelin star food uh, food eaters now. <laughs> I wondered how long it would take you to bring that up, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> there you know. <laughs> you guys in your exclusive club of paying to eat in restaurants um oh, any, just, any... just once coming back to i wonder how how would that work then in terms of loving a michelin starred teppanyaki restaurant because i mean do, do they still do the, the 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 kind of traditional theatrical teppanyaki thing of cooking the food on the on the grill in front of you and serving it up that way yes they still they still do it the traditional way that's um that's got to be a challenge it's... then to get that to get the food up to michelin star standard when it's yeah yeah I mean, what 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 I do, what what really stuck to mind when I was there was the fact that, um, you know, what's typical of a Michelin star restaurant, just the you know the whole vibe, the the atmosphere, uh-huh. uh, the way the staff present themselves, the way they are, uh, they you know address you. Yeah. So you, you you know you've got all of that, and then just teppanyaki. So you know you're sat you're sat at the grill, and they're just cooking it right there in front of you. Mm. But um, yeah, it was an experience. Cool, man. Um, on, on the flip side, any any horror stories? I mean, the, the reason I ask that is because 
I saw one of your, I think it was one of your more recent ones, Herman, Herman's a German. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not friend. Well, not yeah, <laughs> and I was thinking that <laughs> like, actually, like, do you find that difficult when, because we've done a few reviews in restaurants and generally speaking, we've been lucky enough that the food's been pretty tasty and we've enjoyed the, the restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. Do you find it difficult when you're sort of sat there and you're sort of, you know, I don't think it was the most negative review you know, I've ever seen, but at the same time, you're sort of sat there saying, yeah, this is no good. I'm not really enjoying this and I'd rather go somewhere else. Do you find that awkward when you're sort of stuck in the place? I'll be honest with you. Um, every every single time I step inside a building with that camera, I feel awkward, <laughs> regardless of whether it's a, it's, a, it's a good review I give or a bad review I give. I, I, I feel very awkward. I feel like, you know, just very self-conscious, but I just try to break through it. With regards to, you know, giving, you know, not such a good review when you're inside a, inside a place, I am quite like, okay, are they listening to me? Are they, are they nearby? Are they, can, can they hear what I'm saying? Mm. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, I need, to, I need to send the main message. I don't want to lie to my subscribers. I don't want to lie to my viewers. And I have to give my own personal opinion on the space. So, and and I guess that's it works for me because I'm I can I can you know balance it in a way where I don't really bash it in the restaurant, but mm-hmm. then I can always do my after thoughts at another place, which I you know probably seen that I've done that in a few mm-hmm. my food yeah. reviews. Yeah, much better because we obviously often our reviews are sort of instant reactions, but uh, sometimes you sort of just need to finish mm. the meal and uh just have a little think about it afterwards and yeah, you know, I've, I've given reviews to whatever it might be on this channel and then after i thought actually i was probably a bit too generous or a bit too harsh on that and yeah so actually giving totally giving it yeah giving it a bit of time is not 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 a bad thing mm. um i've got a question here it's okay. been in- intriguing me watching your videos okay what's, <laughs> thanks what's the uh what's the thought process between uh, uh behind reviewing the toilets <laughs> I think I think I know why you do it, but I just want to I just want to you know hear 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 the man explain how most of his uh, <laughs> restaurant reviews start off in the toilet, basically. Okay, so um, I guess I guess the reason why I did it in the first place was you know I was coming from a a place where if the toilets are filthy and disgusting, then that says something about the hygiene in a restaurant as a whole. Yep. I know yep. that's not, it's not necessarily an exclusive thing, but the general consensus, if, it, if the toilets are not in a good state, then the chances are maybe the kitchen isn't and maybe the rest of the restaurant isn't. So yep. it was just to give people an idea of the cleanliness of the restaurant as a whole. But I've been getting a lot of um, smack about the the whole restaurant <laughs> toilets, and I'm actually thinking about scrapping the whole thing entirely. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I like them. I like them. Mm. How many times do you go in a restaurant and like your wife? Well, you're now wife. Uh, your wife is like, oh, like the toilets are amazing or whatever. And like Claire and I talk about, it, we're like, oh, those are posh and all that kind of thing. It it, it is a big deal, especially if they're like amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think you're absolutely spot on. It is it is massively a sign of um, the cleanliness of the of the whole restaurant. Because I've been to some really cracking restaurants, and you go go up to their uh, bathroom, and they got like a bar of soap, and they're just like dirty and tiny. It's like what? Is, this is just so weird. Mm. Like mm. this, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. It does. It <laughs> it does. does. 
you eat the urine, okay? <laughs> well, what really annoys me, actually, more, more than more than the hygiene is is sometimes the setup of the toilets just just doesn't make sense. I'm, maybe you've seen uh, scenes where I've been inside the cubicle and literally I have to brush up against the actual toilet bowl <laughs> to get yeah. out of the cubicle. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, yeah. I think I think the favourite one that I've seen. I think it was the Camden Blues Kitchen, uh, where uh, you where you just you wouldn't you you're like I, I can't leave. I don't. I've just seen a guy take a piss. He's not washed his hands. That door handle is contaminated. I don't want to touch it. And I'm having to wait. And you um, and you waited for somebody to come in the toilet for you. And I thought that yes, was I did. So, yes, I did. So for moments like that. Don't drop it. It's, yeah. I get. I get why people might, you know, give you shit about it. But ultimately, it's unique. I've not seen it on any other food reviewers, yeah. and it gives it, you know, births some quite funny moments, intentionally and, and and unintentionally. So I, I personally, I'm all for it. It's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Fair, fair enough. Good. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, we, we're massive fans of the channel and uh, we obviously implore everyone on here to uh, to go and check you out because uh, there's some very informative, great shots of the, you know, the, the restaurants. It's, it's really find some great places to eat in London. Um, they're slick videos, like the editing's great, very stylish. And uh, yeah, so we, we're, we're massive fans and uh, hope that uh, we can send a few people your way. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Excellent. Right, moving on to, um, I just want to, before we move on to Quivia, just to let the guys know, I've uh, cracked open the Coca-Cola Zero uh, Cinnamon. Cinnamon, really? And I'm cinnamon. Oh, yeah, cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Just out for the festive season, and uh, initial thoughts are, eh, it's fine. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> Um, it's not. It, it's a. It's a very. Yeah. It's a very soft cinnamon flavour. <laughs> it's not like. I, I much prefer hard cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Fully erect, if possible. <laughs> In stick form, if you will. Oh God. Oh. And, I, and the weird thing is, I know that about you. So. <laughs> um, it's fine. Uh, I'll let you do the full review, and it drops into your lap, Michael. But um, thank you. I, High two, really? Oh wow! Oh dear! Yeah, actually worse than normal Coke Zero. So, wow! Right, say le V. Right, please. Let's... May I drop one small piece of news? Uh, you may. Yeah, yeah. Seabrooks Correct. have just announced a new sub brand or sub range of three new flavors coming under the Fire Eaters uh, name. They are hot, very hot. They've got a picture of a skull and flames on the packaging. Yes. Uh, there's three flavours, chilli and lemon. Yes. Uh, smokehouse cayenne. Yes. And the third one is the black packet, and I cannot make out what the text says because um, it's on the website The Grocer, and they lock their content behind a paywall. Idiots. So, uh, uh, so I can, I, yeah, the image is too low quality to make out, and I can only read the first few words of the sentence. But yeah, that's interesting. There will be amazing because Seabrook's in it. So yeah, Seabrook's great. Bradford represent. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, I guess. What no. Seabrook's excellent. Sea salt flavor is amazing, and the new 
Alton Towers flavour, the fiery wood smoked barbecue. That is an excellent crisp, and that is hot. Yeah. Have you had that one? No. The Alton Towers one? No. Oh, I, th- I think you'd like it. Is it only available at Alton Towers? No. All right. No, I, did, I saw it recently in a pound land. Oh. Ooh. We have those the in the north. The packet yeah. is like brown, it's like uh, woody and brown and like fiery and like the logo is made out of like f- like searing, embering like wood. It looks really, really cool. I'll check it out. I'll have a look. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I'll Correct. Thank Anything you. Else? Was that it? No, that's nothing for you, that's No, no, no news from me. Cool, cool, cool. Right then, uh, let us dip into a little bit of Q-U-I-V-I-A Quibia. Really? Yeah. Right, not not RQs? Uh, no, because no. I don't have them on me. I forgot to print them off, so... No, no worries, then. Okay, cool. I'll edit uh, this bit out. No, nah, leave it. Love if anything, of, yeah. Oh, love behind the scenes bad Admin, stuff. yeah. It's what the listeners have been crying out for. <laughs> More admin! <laughs> Quivia. Right, guys, I did warn you that you may need a calculator. However, I suspect you could probably have a stab at this without it. It's nothing too difficult. I've got so, one. Tonight's show is all about supermarkets. Yep. Uh, what I've done is I've looked on the online services of Tesco, Sainsbury's, and Asda, the big three, and I've basically found five recipes for fairly popular dishes. I've got the prices of the ingredients for these recipes. And I, what I want you to tell me is how much the entire recipe, no, the entire ingredients cost. Right. There will be a bonus multiplier if the person who's closest can also tell me which of those supermarkets is the cheapest. Right. Okay? Okay. Yes. You with me? Yes. Ish. Okay. Yeah. There may, be, there may be questions during the course of the game, but yes. I think it's fairly. It, it's it's more simple than it sounds. Okay. Okay. So first up, lasagna. So the ingredients I've got are I won't. Uh, so this serves six. Right. So we've got two two tablespoons of olive oil, seven hundred and fifty grams of lean beef mince. Yeah. Ninety gram pack of prosciutto, eight hundred <laughs> grams of passata, two hundred milliliters of hot beef stock. A little grated nutmeg, 300 grams of packed fresh, uh, sorry, 300 grams of fresh lasagna sheets, 520 grams of ready-made white sauce, and 125 gram ball of mozzarella. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> so, roughly speaking, how much does all of those cost? And it's worth noting that, for example, the olive oil. I'm talking about a full bottle. Essentially, I'm not gonna. You can't buy two tablespoons of. Oh well, I mean that. Cha- oh right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. completely changed everything. Then yeah. Yeah. What an idiot. I missed one of it. 
I missed one of the ingredients. What was after the beef mince? Uh, <laughs> um, prosciutto. Uh, pros- prosciutto. 90 gram pack of prosciutto. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with Michael Jameson. <laughs> 13, <laughs> 13 pounds and 15 pence. 13, 15. Miraculously, Stuart's going to have 13, 16, of course. Um, um, no, I'm not going to do that to you, Michael. Okay. I will, I will go with Stuart next. Right. I, I, I had a calculation. I was going for 14, 20. That was prior to your suggestion that it was going to be like a full bottle of olive oil and stuff. But I, I'm going to stick with it. 14 pounds, 20. 14, 20. And Riley. 14, 99. £14.99. Okay. The cheapest that I could find it... Well, hang on. Do we not have to say what the cheapest is? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what the cheapest figure is. And then Ah. whoever was was closest will then get a multiplier if they get the correct supermarket. Oh, fantastic, Nate. Well done. (laughs) The cheapest that I could find it was £10.16. Very affordable. So Michael Jameson <laughs> wins. We'll double that if you can tell me. We'll double that if you can tell me whether it's Tesco, Sainsbury's, or ASDA, which is the cheapest. ASDA. Okay. You are correct. That is two points to Michael oh, Jameson. Scum! Absolute okay. scum! Next up, beef, beef stroganoff serves four. Wow! Right. One tablespoon olive oil, one onion, one clove of garlic, one tablespoon of butter, 250 grams of mushrooms, one tablespoon plain flour, 500 grams of fillet steak, Ooh. 150 grams of creme fraiche, one teaspoon of English mustard, 100 mils of beef stock, and half a small pack of parsley parsley. I am going to start this time around with Stuart. 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. Oh, I mean, I've I've gone I've gone absolutely mad. I'm going to say twenty three pounds and ten pence. Okay, uh, Riley. Hmm. So that's twelve. Twelve pounds. Whoa! Twelve pounds. Where would you buy wow. your fillet steak from, man? <laughs> you need to hook me up. Uh, Michael Jameson. Uh, Nate, I feel like I should confess at this point. Uh, you are speaking to a man who earlier in the day, uh, Claire and I had some scales out. Um, I picked up a packet of chocolate chips, a half-eaten packet of chocolate chips. Uh, I didn't know the size. It was folded down um, with a small piece of sellotape applied to prevent the packaging from unravelling. I held it in my hands, and I said 63 grams, and I put it on the scales, and it was 63 grams. My friend, the cost of that meal is £18.22. I don't understand what the relevance of the, the fucking... The, the, you could guess the weight of something. <laughs> I'm just good at guessing numbers today. So. Uh, what was it, £18 oh, and...? £18.22. Pence. Also on a little bit on the roulette, which is more guessing the correct numbers. So Interesting. Uh, the lowest I could find this 
uh, recipe was £21.50, pence, oh. which means oh. that Stuart is <laughs> wow. the person yeah. on this occasion. Stuart, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda, cheapest. The temptation, of course, is to go for Asda every time. It's uh, the temptation. <laughs> I'll go for Tesco. No, it's Sainsbury's. It is Sainsbury's. No way. <laughs> In fact, on this occasion, Asda is the most expensive. What? What? Correct. Madness. I still okay, get a point, you. though, isn't it? You do get a point. Correct. Uh, shepherd's pie serves four. Oh, here we go. One tablespoon sunflower oil, one large onion, three medium carrots, 500 grams pack of lamb mince, two tablespoons of tomato puree, <coughs> large splash of Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, uh, 500 mils of beef stock, 900 grams of potatoes, 85 grams of butter, and three tables, uh, tablespoons of milk. Riley is going to be up first this time. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just finish writing down the list. Uh, let's see. No rush. It. Stuart can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lamb mints. <laughs> no, I just, I just need a WhatsApp. Richard sent a photo of uh, Terry's chocolate orange. And the supermarket label is Terry's Choco Ball. <laughs> what? Richard sent a photo of Terry's Chocolate Orange oh, in a supermarket, and the supermarket have called it on the label Terry's Choco Ball. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> I mean, it's great. not like it's been around for decades that they could have <laughs> passed them by. All right. I'm going to go with £15.97. Crazy. 15.97. MJ. Uh, sorry, I closed my calculator. Let me just put it back up. No, no, you can <laughs> guess numbers because you can guess the weight of chocolate chips. So. £14.10. <laughs> Stuart Bullock. Sorry, Riley uh, said. What did Riley say? Sorry. 15.97. All right, and MJ. Michael said 14.10. Yeah. Yeah, 14.9. <laughs> yeah, twat. Yeah, I had twelve down, but I'm going fourteen nine. Uh, yeah, so. uh, it's a shame you didn't go for twelve. Let's just put it that way, because if you had, you'd have been much closer. But you still win because the cheapest I got it was eighteen. Uh, sorry, eight fifty-seven. <laughs> eighteen pounds. Jesus Christ! And Shepherd's pie. Sorry, how much? Eight pounds. Eight pounds and fifty-seven pence, including mm. what was it? Five hundred grams of lamb mince. Yeah. No. Yeah, you've you've, wow. you've, misca- you've miscalculated. <laughs> and Stuart, a bottle could of you please, Worcestershire sauce. Stuart, could you please tell me which 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 of the establishments which is cheaper? Asda's is. Asda's is for the multiplier two points. Thank you. Right, lot of, lot going on this one. Oh God, can you See- just say it a little bit slower? Seafood paella. <laughs> So <laughs> right, ready? <coughs> yeah, let's go. Twenty to twenty-four king prawns. Oh madness! Wow. Okay. Uh, I told you I bought nine king prawns when I was on holiday in France earlier in the year, and they cost me twenty-two euros. 
Okay, but that was from a restaurant? No, this was from a fish market. I mean, I say king prawns. I mean, massive Madagascan tiger prawns. So not king. I mean, completely unrelated product, to be honest. I'll, I'll probably say you probably should have bought them in this country. Uh, three tablespoons of olive oil. Two large onions. 500 grams of paella, paella rice. Ten garlic cloves. Ooh! Ooh! Two... Two teaspoons of smoked paprika. One teaspoon of cayenne pepper, optional. Do we, is that Pinch. optional in the in the price? Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be adjusted the scores later, mate. It's a good question. I've included it, so no, shut up. A pinch of saffron. Ooh. Oh, oh, saffron. Four hundred grams of canned chopped tomatoes. 500 grams of mussels, 100 grams of frozen peas, a handful of parsley, parsley, <laughs> one chicken stock cube, <coughs> and one star anise. Right. Uh, this is MJ to start. £36.63. pence. Okay. Thirty-six and three. For, no, sorry, thirty-six pounds and sixty-three pence. I apologise okay. if I stuttered. Uh, Stuart, no, I just wasn't listening. Stuart, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm using my calculator for the first time because this just yeah. got expensive. Wow. Uh, Six hundred plus one hundred plus one hundred and sixty. Is uh, this because of Brexit, Nate? Is this just because... <laughs> I'm going for yeah. the year of my birth, 1955. Uh, Stuart, wow. 1955. Uh, and finally, O'Reilly, Mr. Sorola. 30, 33 pounds. Oh, my lucky number. 33 pounds. What I won on earlier. Okay. Uh, the correct answer, the cheapest I found it, was seventeen pounds and sixty-seven pence. What? What? How the hell was I double? I actually, I actually found it cheaper, but I'm not entirely sure I had enough prawns, so I've added on an extra load of prawns. It doesn't affect the score. Um, Going through the bins behind us, though. (laughs) Correct. It's actually catching the prawns yourself. So, Stuart, £19.55 is closest. Please, Stuart, enlighten me. Tesco's is. I'm afraid it was in this occasion as stuff. Oh. Final one. Don't, I mean, don't really matter, does it? Walking away with this game, so. Uh, well, what if I get a times four multiplier? Don't exist, so. Well, let's well, let the Quivia well, master decide well, what, what exists. Well. <laughs> Roast chicken to serve four. Oh, here we go. Uh, so, we have a one and a half kilo chicken, whole chicken. Is it? Uh, is, is it a free range or is it? Uh, it will be the cheapest chicken I find, so okay. probably not. Nope, that's cool then. One lemon, yep. 50 grams of softened butter. The softened probably doesn't really matter. Two teaspooned, uh, Two teaspoons of dried mixed herbs. 750 grams of potatoes, potatoes, about seven carrots, two tablespoons of olive oil, 
100 grams of frozen peas, 300 mils of chicken stock, and one teaspoon of marmite. Ooh. What are you doing with should the marmite? You, marmite, you dirty bastard. What's, what's uh, that for? It should be noted. I was just going to say, all of, these, uh, all of these recipes were taken from the BBC Good Food website, and uh, so you can blame them, because I've never seen marmite in a roast chicken. So No. I have no idea how much marmite costs. <laughs> It's about no idea. About twenty quid a jar, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no. I I mean, I like it, and I've got no idea how much it costs. I don't think anyone's got any idea, right? Marmite fairies bring Uh, it to my house. Stuart, you're up first. Thirteen twenty nine. Thirteen twenty nine. Riley. Nine pounds eighty. Nine pounds eighty. And finally. Mr. Michael Jameson. £11.88. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just going to point out, though, that I must have miscalculated because I've got £42.87 on my calculator. Oh, no, sorry, you said £42.87. No. <laughs> no, sorry, no. 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 £11.88. Uh, the correct answer, and I think this might be the closest of the evening. Oh. Nine pounds fifty-two pence. Correct. Oh, get in there. Well get played. In there. Get the bonus mere, points, man. A, ma- a mere twenty-eight point pence off. Uh, Riley, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda. I'm just gonna go with the obvious, Asda. <sighs> Tesco, I'm afraid. Oh. So, with that, walking away with it. Unfortunately, I say unfortunately. I don't. Yeah. Doesn't bother me at all, really. Uh, four points for Stuart, two points for MJ, one point for Riley. But at least you got it at the end there, rather than at least you're not shut out there, Riley. Yeah. Put in the door. Yeah. This is, continues. This this is and continues to be and forever will be my yard, boys. This is my game. You come into well, the, You got to take on the big dog, and no one's no one's rising to that challenge. I'm the gra- I'm the greatest. I am the greatest. I think it's a lot of mouth for someone who hasn't been on a Quivia special. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it says a lot, doesn't it, when you have to do the Quivia special when I'm out of the country because you know <laughs> that there's only going to be one result if I'm there. Uh, congratulations, this... Stuart, for knowing the price of the shellfish world on me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right, lovely. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, that was probably way more boring than I intended it to be. Right, <laughs> let us no, 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 no. Hang on, no. That was good. That was yeah. a solid Quivia, Nate. Well yeah. done. Yeah, three stars. Uh, peek behind the curtain. That was the longest I've spent on any singular round of Quivia. That took me three hours to put together. <laughs> wow. Um, I've wow. basically not had a lunchtime over the last three working days. Oh, mate. Uh, while I was doing that. and uh, Fair play, mate. Yeah, but yeah. you've ordered some lovely meals for home delivery. Uh... Yep. <laughs> yep. A lot of lasagna going on in this house. I bought it from all three places. Right. You're listening to Fruck Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. This is MJ, and if you donate to us on Patreon, I will stop doing this stupid voice. Let's uh, let's talk about supermarkets then. Let's uh, let's break down the world of supermarkets aisle by aisle, if you will. Um, so obviously the 
supermarket world is broken down essentially into three three tiers. You've got your top end, uh, you've got your your mid range, your more affordable, and then you've got your your values. Yeah. Um, let's just break it down. Each one, top end. What are our, you know, one word answers essentially? What what's our favourite of the two big hitters? I guess Waitrose and Marks and Spencers. Uh, let's start with Riley since this is uh, his uh, subject that he chose. Do you do you shop in either of those? Or do you have a preference over Marks and Spencers or Waitrose? Sort of as a whole, should we talk? Should we say not just any particular area? Um, I would say Marks and Spencers. I'd lean more to Marks and Spencers. Probably shop there more often than Waitrose. I probably only go to Waitrose if, you know, there was no other choice. There was nothing else in the area, then that's the only time you'll you'll catch me in a Waitrose. Yeah. What about yeah. what about the other boys? Are you, are you Waitrose or, or Marks and Spencers, generally speaking? Oh, generally speaking, no, no, no. Mark, Marks and Spencers is too expensive for a regular. <laughs> too expensive for me. Yeah. No, no. Um. It's... All right, then what what about the uh, what about the mid range ones? Then you. So I've got here Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda, Iceland, and Morrison's. Uh, Iceland mid-range? Iceland mid-range, really? Yeah. Hey, I, would... I was in Iceland at 9am this morning. I would not fucking call that experience middle class. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Did I, did I call it middle class? Mid-range, I'm talking about being not completely cheap, but not expensive. Well, I, I would put well, that in the same category as, as the others. Listen, it was fucking mm. horrible. <laughs> I am never stepping foot in that shop at 9am ever again. It was disgusting. I needed a shower when I came out. All right, then. All right, I'll downgrade I think, that I think, to that. I think, I think it's in the category of his own, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's like a it's like a, a posh version of... Do you, do you guys ever remember Quicksave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember Quicksave yeah. on, yeah. Was yeah. that spelled with a K by any chance? It was. Yeah, it was that K. K-W-I-K. Yes, K. Yeah. yeah. Quick save. Uh, yeah, they were the um, they were the no frills, the the black and white packaging. One of the first super super cheap own brands. Don't think I remember them at all. Um, They're still around. They're still around. N- nah, oh, no. Nah. They sold all their locations to Safeway about fifteen, sixteen years ago. When Safeway sold all their locations to Morrison's and shut. Uh, and Morrison's then shut down the quick save locations. I think. Wow. Um, I think. I think. I think. Oh, touch wood, but um, I don't know if um, Morrison's is gonna survive. Why? I think oh, it'll really? be the same. Yeah. Like Morrison, um, no, no. Like I think I think Morrison's are decent. I think they're pretty good for like certain products. They're really good, but I don't know. I can give you an example of a place where there was a Morrison set up, then the massive Tesco's got erected, yeah. and that Morrison's was bye bye. And the funny thing is, on that road, you have you have Sainsbury's, you, like this is walking distance. You have a big Sainsbury's, you have a massive Tesco's, and the place where Morrison's used to be, they shut down, and now you have you have Audi and Marks and Spencers. No, oh, well, to to be fair, I only know one that's close to me. Like, like I know, I think Audi's the only other one that I know. Just the one of uh, other other supermarkets, there seem to be more and more of. But Morrison's literally just one in the local area, so I don't really, I don't really, I've, I don't think I've ever really shopped in them. To be honest, 
Yeah, I only know of two. I only know of two that exists. Um, Morrison's have particular. Uh, it was Stuart. It was you that got me on the Morrison's meat, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a big fan of Morrison's. We we have we have uh, two, three supermarkets. I suppose feasibly within walking distance, kind of 15 minute walk, and it's a Sainsbow's, a Mozzers, and a Little. Um, and then there's another couple of Mozzers very, very close. I've got, I can think straight away, four Morrisons within like a four-mile radius. And I wow. I, I rate them, wow. you know, for, for so much stuff. Like, I think the butcher's counter is better than any other supermarket. And we're getting, kind of getting a bit ahead of the topic. But um, I, I, do you know what? I think so much of it depends on what's traditional in an area. Like, if you're... That's it, the, I bet there's a big north-south divide with supermarkets as well. You know, Morrison's are traditionally a more northern supermarket. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, a good, mm. good Yorkshire supermarket. Um, and I grew up, I'm from Bradford, which is the home of Morrison's. So for me, Morrison's has always been quite a high-profile supermarket. And I haven't seen... I haven't seen that 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 death that Riley's describing, but I do think you know you go to different towns. Some a supermarket's going to rule that in another place might be on its ass. You know, Sainsbury's round here is not not really killing it. My local Sainsbury's is never that busy, um, but the local Morrison's awful on a Saturday afternoon. It's just pensional and and it's rammed, um, but good meat, good meat. Oh, we'll come. We'll come on to that in a second. Um, MJ, so you're so you're pro Morrison's then, Stuart. MJ, what's your sort of what are your proclivities when it comes to supermarkets? What's uh, what's your favourites of the of the three tiers? Yeah, I think M and S are incredible. They yeah. are. Uh, we've done one weekly shop there, um, <laughs> and ever since then I've had financial difficulties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely not appropriate to do that and i can't recommend it uh they are brilliant though especially with their recent sort of probably the last year or so they've just been hammering out some absolutely crazy products like this christmas we got red velvet curd that's mental um so they're really really good great customer service excellent bakery yeah that's they're amazing but you pay for it um mid-range Morrison's probably is my favourite. Wow! Um, Overall, the Morrison's or just on the meat. Uh, mid mid range. Um, no, but just just on just on the meat or just overall like the overall. Oh no! Experience. Oh yeah, sorry. Over, yeah, overall wow. because their price Impressive. is pretty good. Their range is quite good. Yeah. Um, their meat is really good. They've got like the one in Aylesbury's got like a hot food counter and that's really nice. Uh, it's got a make your own pizza bit which is quite good. Um, and oh my god, that's their fresh cream sundays. I've never had something so indulgent in all my life. It made me feel sick. It was great. Um, <laughs> but do you want me to go on to lower tier? Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where the king sits, isn't it? Um, I used to think. Well, I used to think. I used to think that Lidl was better than Audi. Um, and then I started shopping, and the main reason was because Audi was so incredibly stressful. Um, but then there was a second Aldi built in Aylesbury, and it basically shared the load between them, so it wasn't the hectic rat race that it used to be. And mm. Aldi, man, they're just like... Uh, I mean, I would say most of their sort of products 
are better than Tesco finest um, and much cheaper. Like it cut our week. We used to do our weekly food shop at Tesco, cut our bill in half when we switched across to Aldi. Yeah. Um, you can go all out, just absolutely smash it and be like, oh, fuck, this is going to be expensive. And they'll be like, yeah, 60 quid. And you're like, oh, 30 each. That's like not that bad. Yeah. Uh, well, hang on, Love hang Aldi. on. Excuse me. Yeah, I have to agree, Michael. When, when you do your weekly shop with your wife, you split the food bill 50-50. Yeah, you pay you you like pay half each. Yeah, that's f-ing crazy. I just swore. I don't even swear. That's how that's how insane that is. You <laughs> yeah, wow. you split. That's... Do, you, do you do you split the items? As in, like, do you go? Oh, this is for me. This is for you. Or do you actually just go? It's sixty quid, and we'll split it down the middle. Or... Yeah, down the middle. Sometimes I'll get a Lego magazine. Sometimes Claire will get a. <laughs> Hand or some a unicorn or something with girly. I don't know. I don't watch you buy the read the few. I don't know. Sometimes I get a Lego magazine. <laughs> that's oh, the that's a, there you go. That's yeah. a funny bit. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. Very good. Well done. Ninjago um, figures they're going to collect them. Hang on, right? Can I just do a survey? Right, we we're all married men, aren't we? Riley more recently than the rest of us. Do you do you and your wife do that, Riley, when you go to the supermarket? Like, oh, it's sixty quid. Give me thirty quid. For us, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's not as um, straightforward as that. We we just have a joint account. Well, so as do, as it's do, just, it's, as do it's we. Just, it's just, yeah, it's just paid from the joint account. Yeah, you just pay. Like you get married. What's mine is yours. What's yeah, yours is yeah, mine. Yeah, exactly. Pe- Peterson, exactly. Um, yeah. Just split. Just yeah, joint, joint, no, no joint account. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will pay if there's a, if there's any items in there that is like for me like it's not part of the usual sort of weekly shop or anything like that I'll, I'll, I'll sort of pay for it so to speak because we sort of have a joint savings account the money comes out of there essentially yeah so if it's if it's something that's not usual sort of day to day then yeah I'll put that back in but otherwise it's 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 joint that... oh yeah 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 same same and you've been married for for what Riley like is it I mean it's super recent isn't it Mm, it's been it's been a couple of months now. Don't couple. let the um, don't let the YouTube feed. So, uh, couple of couple of months, couple of months now, and yeah. and or, and you just instantly at that kind of perfect <laughs> marriage, sharing everything. Michael Jameson has just celebrated his two year anniversary, and he takes money <laughs> off his wife at the tills at Aldi. <laughs> Scumbag. It's not really like that. It's more I. If, if it's we more had a he joint... submits an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, you know, if if we have a joint joint account, I mean, what happens if I just empty it on Lego? Which that is, is what you would do, yeah. Or yeah, comic books, and toys. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> no, Claire, Claire would never allow that. <laughs> oh dear. Madness. I love this. So, oh, so, so, what? Your what? Your wages go into the same account? No, they don't actually. No. No. Our wages go into separate accounts. We put a massive chunk of money into a joint account. Um, yeah, that's how that, that's how to do it. That's yeah. how to do yeah. it. But um, so things like my car payment and mobile phone and stuff like that comes out of my account. But yep. then what happens with it'll just literally when we go shopping, it's whoever pulls out the whoever pulls out the debit card first pays, and like it might get near the month from, near the end of the month, and one of us might go ah. I'm I'm a bit skint at the moment, and they've gone. Oh, I'll pay for it. it. Doesn't it's it's all the same money. Yeah, yeah. But then wow. do you just take it out of the savings then after that or something? Do you? Well, or... yeah, we either take it out of the savings or, or, or take it out of the joint account or whatever. Or 
Yeah, but there's certainly no split in the bill. F- FYI, um, I-, I feel like we need to splinter off into a new uh, podcast of let's talk about the crazy sh- marriage shit that MJ and Claire did. <laughs> oh, oh dear. It's like an after hours podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Their relationship fascinates me. Yeah. Husky cover your ears. <laughs> Dear me. Um, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's, let's break it down a little bit, bit more on the old supermarkets. Um, do we find any particular, I mean, obviously you've already mentioned about Morrison and the Meats, but are there any particular other areas that we find better uh, shopping at specific joints? If I'm getting coleslaw. <laughs> oh, it love has this. It has to be either Tesco Finest or Sainsbury's Taste the Difference. I can't I can't deal with I can't deal with Asda's range. I've tried Audi I mean I love Audi. I've tried Audi's. I can't I can't really deal with it. It's disgusting. once you go finest coleslaw though, that that's it. Yeah. You've killed it. It's a bit like once you start buying pink lady apples. You've you've ruined the you've ruined every other apple. You like you go you go premium at coleslaw. You go premium apples. You've killed the normal brands, the normal range. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, is the moral of that story then? Don't ever do that. Never. Then you never treat. Never treat. Yeah. Never treat yourself because you've made a rod for your own back. Yeah. <laughs> the coleslaw is one thing that I like. Uh, coleslaw like homemade and whatever, or yeah. like restaurant, but the stuff in the packets. Looks absolutely terrifying to me. Because you know I had the finest, mate. Bit mayonnaise and a bit vinegary. Yeah, a bit, bit too yeah, pungent and a bit too saucy for me. Mm. What about you, Stuart and Michael? You, have you got any sort of particular um, joints that you frequent for certain things, or prefer at least? Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. <laughs> uh, um, basically, every supermarket at the moment. Um, Tesco's have massively upped their game. Morrison's have been really smashing it for about a year or so. Tesco probably just gone over them. Marks and Spencers have just really upped their game. Uh, Asda are lagging a little bit, but not too bad. And Sainsbury's uh, are awful. Is this? Is are you talking variety, or are you talking about their um, their sort of their own brands? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about branded stuff rather than own brand. Yeah. But yeah, variety of and when uh, uh, specifically craft beer. But um, yeah, uh, Sainsbury's is awful. Everywhere else is good. I can go to Morrison's. I can get four cans of decent beer for. Uh, I can get eight cans for about a tenner usually, or nine quid. And Sainsbury's don't even have those beers. MJ, where do you get your beers? <laughs> um, oh, that's funny, isn't it? You think I've got nothing to say, but actually I actually have, mate. Um, so usually Aldi's proxy products are fantastic, and I'll never speak a bad word against them, but they do do a proxy shandy. Uh, I think the name brand is B- Bavaria, <laughs> is that right? Um, Stuart. <laughs> um, but the, the name brand Bavaria is really nice. It's a really refreshing shandy, but the Aldi attempt is not as good. <laughs> do you find that, Stuart? <laughs> no, I, t- I will tell you something. Actually, I did see a beer in M and S, and I was very tempted to buy it. It was a, I think, grapefruit and tangerine sour, their own brand. I think it was. No, oh, those cans that they've got where they're all different colours. Yeah, they're yeah. great. Design. They do look Any great. Good? 
Uh, I haven't. I've the the reports on those M and S own brand beers aren't tremendous. They do like a salted caramel porter that I was interested in trying, but I've I've given them all a wide berth. Fascinating that you don't really drink beer yet you would be coaxed into it just because it's got a pretty bottle. I think a sour beer could be the beer that won Michael Jameson over though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, watching your review the other day. Uh, was it the uh, Quake Quencher? It was a review quench Quake, Bru- on the Brewdog Quench Quake, yeah. Yeah, you'd like that. That looks, that looks, yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I do, I've kept an eye out for the, was it Tart Sour as well? Yeah. Because I've been meaning to buy that as soon as I see it since your review. I haven't never seen it. You get that in Tesco's. Oh, really? Possibly Morrison's is as well. I might nip down Tesco tomorrow, see if they've got that as Coke yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, any other areas of the supermarket that we particularly like uh, going to in terms of like I don't know little, does, little bakery. Oh God, little bakery, yes, big really? time. Yeah, what? What? You're not you know you're not a fan of the little bakery. No, no, I can't really I can't really comment on on, oh. on, on, on their bakery because I've never actually tried it. Oh, it's so good, man. It's good. Have it's you been? You good? You've you've been to a little though. It's just you don't yeah, I've, I've been. I'll be honest. I'm not a massive fan of Lidl. Um, oh. My wife knows. My wife knows like very, very clear. Like I, I even, I get annoyed when she shops there. To be honest, <laughs> I get annoyed when she shops there. Like, why are you going to Lidl? Go to Audi. Yeah. It's got a better range. It's, it tastes yeah. better. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's, that... it's just, it's I was used to be avid Lidl, but making the switch to Audi, like Lidl stuff, is definitely reasonably significantly worse I would say no. um, I appreciate the, the ridiculousness of saying reasonably significantly no, um, no, no have I you seen never... have you seen the have you seen the posters that they have out saying um, Britain's uh, um, best voted uh, supermarket I'm thinking oh, how the Lidl I've I seen it I don't know if it was yeah. a while back but I've seen yeah. it I'm thinking how ridiculous how? yeah no I, definitely not I, think it's probably just i mean i don't know obviously i'm speaking only of our local area like Stuart was saying earlier about morrison's but there's way more lidls around us than there are aldis i literally know of, like i say yeah. one um it's in a dive town and it's yeah it's very difficult so i've never shopped I, I literally the last time i went in an aldi was when it first opened wow 20 years tell, ago something I'll saying, wow i'll tell you something interesting i think aldi are only starting to, to step up because when I was like, I'd say ten, and I'm I'm 31. I only remember ever seeing one Audi, and then I think only recently I'm starting to see them crop up yeah. in different mm-hmm. places, like yeah. like newly built Audis. All the Audis that I've been to, they're all newly built, so they they are starting to step up. Yeah. I guess it's the same with Lidl. You could you could probably say the same about Lidl as well. And, and Lidl expanding their stores as well. There's loads of Lidls recently have had extensions mm. and have been uh, making the shop floors a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got two mate, two near us that, that are like that. Now you've got to get down Audi, mate. Honestly, like I would honestly say, I would honestly say it has improved my life shopping at Aldi. I eat nicer food because of Aldi. Okay, I'll, I will counter that with it would probably take us forty five minutes to get to the like the uh, the nearest Aldi that I'm aware. Okay, of. well, okay. So instead of doing a weekly shop, do a monthly one. <laughs> or, true. or no. Uh, 
we don't really have the room to buy a month's worth of food, Michael. No. You're living in a dream world, my friend. Where did you live, George Green? No, I moved from there a while back. You know this. Oh, you live you you live near Slauna, right? Also, let's not talk about where I live on on the podcast. <laughs> People can hear specifics. Oh, sorry. Are they going to go to they going to go to Slough and be like, I don't know, Nate's house. <laughs> no one's going to go to Slough. I've been recognised in Slough, <laughs> so it's very possible. Grow up. <laughs> I mean, you you've got Rich who basically stalked you in Aylesbury, so who knows? The information out there. Um. Yeah, I've got no, I've got nothing against Aldi. It's just that I haven't. Literally, it's just not convenient to me at all. Lidl's is way easier to get to. Yeah, there's there is literally a little at the. I literally take two turns on the road and I'm and I'm there. Oh, sorry, you don't you don't want to tell people where you fucking live now that they've just got to go to Lidl and don't take two turns right. I didn't. A, I didn't say right. I just said two turns. And B, it's on a corner, so they could go in four different directions. So, <laughs> Great, now we're going to the crosswords. Brilliant. It's come up a little bit here. How do we feel about own brands? <laughs> Boner. Depends on the product. Yeah, uh, yeah. It really massively depends on the product. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got you've you've got your typical products that. Well, for me, I can't I can't do own brands. So, for example, mayonnaise. Oh. I'm sorry, it has to be it has to be Hellman's. Hellman's, yeah. Um, ketchup has to be Heinz. Uh, has to be Heinz, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, things like rice or even bread in fact actually funnily this um apart from warburton's i actually prefer the supermarkets bread compared to like hovis or or um what's that other one king's mill i'm not a massive fan of hovis and king's mill and i feel like they burn they burn their crust Mm. no you know the edges get all all really dark Mm. have you had the aldi bloomers oh absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful correct that is one of my favourite breads. It's like if I'm in Audi, chances are nine out of ten times I'm coming out with that with that bloomer. Yeah, really good. Malted one is for me. Malted malted oh, bloomer. Michael, you're speaking my language. That's it. That's it. I, I feel sorry for you, Riley, if you're speaking my <laughs> <good> language. <laughs> um, I think this is something MJ put in one of our WhatsApp groups. Uh, you were saying about sort of the evolution of the the own brand and how they're uh, the supermarkets are being a little bit more brave, maybe arguably more so than some uh, recognised brands. Definitely. Have you seen uh, Sainsbury's latest? Go on. Choco Brus- Br- uh No. <laughs> Brussels sprout flavour and pigs in blanket flavour. What is it? Crisps. <laughs> Sorry? Crisps. No. Popcorn. No. Um, Chocolate. Um... Ice cream, rice, rice cakes. Ooh. No, Cider. it is tea, bag, tea bags. <laughs> what tea bag? What? Yeah, Sainsbury sell Brussels sprout flavored tea bags and pigs in blankets flavored tea bags. Sounds like vomits. Yeah, 
That's uh, that's a cheap pop, that isn't it? They're just trying going for a a cheap bit of Christmas hype. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, I mean, and I'm okay with it. Just a throwaway, random mental product. Fine, go for it. But it's that kind mm. of thing. It's like like that is the kind of product that is. Oh, I've got to try that once and definitely never buy again. Brilliant, bring it on. Find to me, that's. Um, to me, that's great, like, gift territory. That's sort of, you know, someone who either yeah. absolutely loves Brussels sprouts or either or hates them, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, a lot. I, 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 who's out there? Who's out there drinking a cup of tea and going, do you know what this needs? <laughs> a sausage. <laughs> um, yeah, that's mental. And, and obviously one that's very popular in doing the rounds on, on the social media at the moment is the uh, the Christmas tree flavoured crisps from the aforementioned horrendous Iceland um, it, it, I, I feel like we're getting to a point where these supermarkets are starting to just one-up each other for the sake of one-upping yeah. you know yeah. it, and I, the consumer wins well I don't do know think? if they do Michael I, th- I think what you're, what you're seeing is companies potentially ploughing thousands if not millions probably thousands uh into developing brands that ultimately aren't gonna you know be long stay or or actually enjoyable i'd rather they were using that to make flavors that were good Mm. yeah fair comment but i would conversely say that what percentage of food that everyone eats is uh i'm not talking about like lamb mints or whatever but what percentage of product actually stay around? I mean, apart from your Mars, Snickers, like Walker's Crisp, whatever, like almost everything is temporary. Almost everything. It I, is, but <laughs> it, if if it's good enough, it will stick around, surely. Mm. Or, or at least it, there's at least a better chance of it. Let's go back. What? 50 pages on the Food Review UK YouTube channel. In fact, no, I want you to do me a report of every product that's ever been and <laughs> detail when it started, how long it's been around, whether it was limited edition, and uh, we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> Jake, I knew I've already started it. Well, I don't think that you... I think you find that the vast majority of products in the supermarket are mainstays, but you just notice those ephemeral products more because... They're not always there. You don't notice Uncle Ben's rice. Uncle Ben's, no, yeah, Uncle but... Ben's rice has been there for your entire life. You don't notice yeah, flora. I... Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not really talking about spread. Like, I can't believe it's not butter or whatever it's called now. It's really fucking good. It tastes, and it's not butter or something, whatever they call it. <laughs> Can we call the name of the title, whatever I just said then? <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. that yeah, obviously you got your mainstays. But, okay, I'm I'm 30 pages back now. Let's just have a look. And obviously I do n- new products, so maybe oh. it doesn't count. But Sweet All I'm saying shop, is... Ice lollies, Tesco. All I'm saying is, pigs in blanket crisps, very good chance of sticking around, or at least coming back every Christmas. Yeah. Christmas tree flavored crisps, not so much. Yeah, I pigs yeah, I totally agree bags. with what you've just said, but I think that the Christmas tree crisps in that area are so important because they are so fun, so fun, so interesting. A fucking tree flavored crisp? Are you all right? <laughs> I, 
I'd, I'd, I'd rather they put that money into something that actually was taste, tasted good and was still quirky. You just said red velvet curd. That is both unique and probably tasty. So why can't they do that with something else? Why are they just throwing, oh, it's Christmas, so let's make a tree-flavoured crisp, because then that gets people through the door, and then they buy more of our shitty little frozen food. That is the problem with it. Hang on, haven't they got more than just that one new flavour, though? They have, but no one's talking about the other ones, are they? Uh, oh, sorry, but are they more mainstays? Uh... You, can't, <laughs> you can't get it both ways and complain about it, mate. I can. Yeah, you just did. <laughs> um, Stuart, have you got any thoughts on own brands? <laughs> Please you know, get us away from this era. <laughs> um, do you know what? I, I, there are certain things. I, I t- totally agree with Riley. There are certain things, like, for example, ketchup, where I absolutely will buy a brand. Um, things like crisps. Um, I, I, no, having said that, that's nonsense. I'll often buy an own brand crisp. Uh, it, uh, you know, if I'm buying uh, a large sharing bag of crisps, I'll tend to buy whichever premium variety is on offer for a quid. So be it a Tyrrell's, Michael's favourite, or be it a kettle chip, or be it a supermarket's fa- own brand finest, you know, large sea salt and balsamic vinegar crisps or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, but um, all over own brands, absolutely. Um, I disagree, but I, t- I tend to... Bread, I tend to buy... If it's a loaf of bread, I'll buy branded. Um, I'll buy branded crumpets. Because I'm yet to find an own brand crumpet that really, really does it. Although Sainsbury's taste the difference. Buttermilk crumpets are very good. But yeah, no, I like, I like I'd, own brands. I'd like to I'd like to say something. Uh, Aldi, so I just saw an Instagram post earlier this evening. Aldi have released sourdough crumpets. Oh, oh wow. I'd be tempted oh, to try that. Which is weird, actually, because uh, no. listen to the show and you'll get a cheap pop for the fact that I'm using his name in a positive tone, uh, Eric Bylanok. Uh, he recently tried crumpets for the first time, and he said they tasted like sourdough, I believe. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, but he's a fucking moron. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Eric. Um, actually, saying that about crumpets, I we tend to not. We tend to buy own brand because we've recently... On two or three occasions, bought I can't remember which brand it was. I want to say it's Kingsmill. No, oh, but one of the pants, and it, but we never got to eat them because literally, even though the best before date hadn't gone, they were mouldy. They literally on three or two or three occasions we bought them, and even before their best before date, they had gone mouldy, sat in our cupboard. So they seem to be shitty products. Mm. Uh, the only thing on the own brands that I would comment on is when we used to shop more at, at Lidl, I used to find a lot of their um, chocolate bars were amazing. Like, their their knockoff, so to speak, Mars and Snickers and Bounties and Twixes, Twixes, um, <laughs> they tasted, to me, just like the real thing. And arguably, I think it was the Snickers variant was better. I actually preferred it slightly to... to, to, to oh, actually, I think it was the Bounty one. Um, yeah, so they they some of these uh, some of these joints are now stepping up their game when it comes to the uh, own brand shit and uh, definitely rivaling some of the brands. Yeah, I think yeah. people, I think consumers are, are becoming a bit smarter about that. I think yeah. long gone are the days unless unless you're getting the actual real proper cheap basics blue blue stripe stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's part 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 to do with the fact that the own brand products are significantly better they get they get yeah. better over time yeah. like you can i could say 20 years ago 
who would who would eat an own brand uh, cornflakes tasted like gloop? Yeah, yeah, like, tasted absolutely disgusting. But you know now it's 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 quite similar to the real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually so massively, usually massively cheaper as well. Yeah. So that's obviously it's, the draw yeah. for it. Um, exactly. No, I, I think they've. I think the companies have stepped up their game, and I think, and also I think the the fact that Lidl's and Aldi's has got this bigger reputation, it's, it's allowed people to be a little bit less snobby about what mm-hmm. they buy. I think there's there's always that always been that sort of element of not wanting to pay cheaper because it makes you look like you're cheap. Um, yeah. Whereas because those have stepped up their game, it arguably means that just generally shopping. Oh, if you you know if you buy own brand stuff, it's not quite as uh, socially crippling as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. doesn't quite speak into that point, but I had avoided places like Lidl and Aldi for quite a while um, because I just had sort of assumed that the quality was much lower. Same. But like I say, with with Aldi, the quality is better. Like it, the the uh, quality of Aldi products is better than the other mid range supermarkets. Really, you you'd go that far and say they were definitely better. Oh, easily. I would. Across I wouldn't the... even say. I'd say easily better. Across the board, outside uh, or specific areas, Morrison's for me definitely is 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 significantly better than any others that I've tried. Mm. The the one downside to to Lidl's, and I assume Aldi probably, but I, I could be wrong, is the level of choice. Is that they just don't? I mean, the Lidl's that I've been just don't necessarily have the same variety. Yeah, um, not uh, of brands I'll, per se, but of, of say, actual sort of items. I say Aldi's got more choice. Things like pork and beef mixed mince is something that's new in there. Uh, boneless chicken thigh fillets. Um, loads of meat in Aldi. Cool. I have noticed something about Lidl though. This even they have a they have a more limited range than Aldi, but I have noticed that they do sell more um, recognised brands than, than than Aldi does. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, they've definitely Lidl have moved more towards the the branded things, whereas Aldi have got those kind of weird clone brands, and um, Lidl have got them all side by side. This isn't any ordinary social media. This is Food Review UK social media. Come find us at facebook.com forward slash Food Review UK. On Twitter at Food Review UK and on Instagram at Footgram. Oh, and don't forget the main channel, Food Review UK on YouTube. And it, the one thing that I'd, I don't know whether Aldi have it. I know there's the joke, isn't there? Like, I went to Lidl to buy some milk and potatoes and came out with a two man pop up tent, a trumpet, and a, and a new <laughs> pair of stepladders. I, don't, I mean, you've, you've also got that kind of insanity of the middle of Lidl's. Aldi's the same, isn't it? You've got those. Yeah. That's, and yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's fun, isn't it? You just don't know. You don't yeah. know which way your day's going to go when you walk into one of those supermarkets. <laughs> The number of so times your own adventure. Well, you can, I just stand there. I'm going. Do I need a pair of like uh, reinforced work pants? Like, like, the ca- like carp- carpenter's pants? No, I'm a music teacher. I definitely don't need carpenter's pants. But and I... they do these really impressive clone brands of even stuff like Claire was saying. Oh, that's that's a a clone of makeup things. She's like, that's a clone of Elf. That's a clone of Myx. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Even things like Joe Malone. They do like quite reasonable really good smelling 
like Joe Malone clones soaps and whatnot and candles. Home it's <laughs> Home Alone. Home Alone. Ah! <laughs> Macaulay Culkin reference. Brilliant. Macaulay. <laughs> Macaulay. Can't, can't we just move on? <laughs> I think we're going to. Um, let's sort of take a bit of a, a left turn here. Any of you guys worked in a supermarket? I have. Used to. Once upon a time. Uh, any any stories or anything interesting from that you'd want to share? Any what's your experience of working in a which in supermarket? A Fucking boring. Which one was it? Uh, Tesco's. Right. I was on the um, <laughs> I was on the uh, on the counter, just just scanning. Items. Wow. It's just like brain dead. Yeah. 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 Nothing much. Just, nothing much more to to add to that. No, right. Stuart, yeah, I, I think worked, you said you yeah, I worked in a, co- a co-op food market, so uh, kind of mid-sized supermarket, um, and did everything from shelf stacking to the tills and stuff. But like some of the people, we, I mean, like, some of the stories, I was trying to think some stories, and some of them are just too tragic. Um, like you'd see the <laughs> same people. Well, yeah, you'd see the same people all the time because it was in a small, you know, a small town. Like there was a guy who used to come in. I think his name was Roger, and I, I think he was an alcoholic. Well, yeah, he was an alcoholic. Most of these stories revolve around alcoholism. But um, <laughs> whenever he, Roger used to come in and buy his booze, and he would get his money. Every time he would get his money out of his pocket, he had like a a large tooth in amongst his change. So he'd be he'd get his stuff out, he'd be rooting around in the palm of his hand, and there'd just be this what appeared to be like a shark's tooth that he carried around in his pocket. And like, you want to ask him all the time, like, why, what, why have you got your, why have you got a tooth there? But you, I mean. You, it's frowned upon, isn't it, to question people on the contents of the pockets? Um, I don't know. I think I, I think if someone's got a tooth in their fucking pocket, it's verging on psychotic. Yeah, I mean, def- I think he, he definitely was a murderer. Um, th- there was another guy, right? There was this guy who came in, and I was I was stacking the shelves on the on the beer aisle, and there was a guy, and he uh, he was talking to me about this I can't it's called something like Jaguar Lager and it was this cheapo lager that was about two pound for four cans but the lager was only about two percent strength so he was he's saying something about it to me like oh I, I buy this I really like this and I'd said oh you do know it's only like two percent though and and he said yeah but then I, I also buy a quarter bottle of whiskey and put whiskey in the beer to, to top it up to strength like why not just what? buy like a stronger beer in the first like what a mad thing to do like this was this guy's saving money tip buy cheap weak lager and pour whiskey into it yeah (laughs) crazy funnily enough I never started doing that I used to love the shoplifters that was always like full on bants when you used to get like shifty guys would come in. Like everyone is like the meerkats. Everyone like is up like, <laughs> like on high alert. Always they love a bit. They love a bit of bacon. The shoplifters they love the bacon. Like and you would catch people going out. Um, like very occasionally we'd have security guards on and they would catch them and they would just have bacon stuffed ev- into every available part of their clothing and body, like just <laughs> covered in bacon. Um, <laughs> Like Lady Gaga. Like Lady Gaga, yeah. Or Martin Gaga. Keown, yeah. Um, Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> Lady The best thing about working um, in the supermarket was that on a Saturday night, if I wasn't working, because um, the, the shop was open till 9 or 10 o'clock, so on my way out on a Saturday night, I would go in and hopefully, hopefully, 
a lad who I worked with would be on the cigarette counter and I would get my cigarettes for the night back in the day when I used to smoke and he would just make up the price which is brilliant like 20 Marlboro Lights and he'd go I don't know 17p and just make up the price and I would basically get free cigarettes which is theft but you know it was great when I was 19 and the skin can I what's the logic behind making up any figure like if it's if it's that cheap like why not just give it to you for free Still looks dodgy, that, doesn't it? Transaction happens. <laughs> what, Cap- opposed to selling 20 fags for 17p? Yeah, but no one knew. You see on the camera, like, you just see man buys yeah. man buys packet of cigarettes. You don't, you're not zooming in on the till, are you? Couldn't you just go through the fake transaction and just pretend to hand over money, then? I suppose you could, but I'm not that good an actor, Nathan Peterson. You might feel <laughs> you've got you've got that performance within you. I never felt confident with that performance. <laughs> But you're good enough an actor to believe that those those bags cost seventeen p. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that stretch. Yeah, fair play. It's, pr- it's probably the real price in in the north. It's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, MJ, MJ, work in a supermarket? Nah. Yeah, yeah. So I worked nah. in Waitrose. So I got a few few stories from it. One's definitely worth telling. Um, Did you work with? Yeah, Jesse? it was. Uh, no, we just just missed each other a little bit. I think. Um. I yeah it was it was a quite a not bad work experience for like a first job kind of thing they're a good employer they taught me a good solid foundation about customer service um, and I there were definite perks to the jobs uh, I worked on the food counters at the back primarily uh, started off as delicatessen I then moved over to primarily uh, the pastry or patisserie one uh, which was the delicatessen you sort of needed two people to run it pastry it was a separate counter so you sort of ran it on your own so there was a bit of responsibility and all that kind of thing um as Stuart said yeah same people come in we had this one guy came in every single day just before closing and he'd ask for all the cheap stuff he'd go oh you can you can do a better price than that and he had a very rich full beard he wore sort of quite baggy white clothing uh and sandals so uh obviously we called him Jesus um and yeah, interesting. And I, I got to do tricks like I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before. My favourite product from the pastry counter was the white chocolate and raspberry amaretto gatto. Because uh, unlike other gattos, the the actual main portion of the of the product was like this rich, creamy, almost like a white chocolate ganache. Amazing. So when that had to be sold that day. Uh, the the protocol was to I would get in at about five or whatever and work for about three three and a half hour shift, uh, and the protocol was to reduce it three times. So first of all, you drop it from one pound nineteen to like one pound and nine, then you would drop it to like eighty nine p, and then to get rid of it, you would drop it to sort of fifty nine p, maybe a little bit less. They wouldn't want to sell things for too much less than that. So <clears throat> my protocol on that particular product was get in. Reduce it to like one pound and nine pence. Leave it for like three hours. Then reduce it to like a pound, and then maybe not even reduce it again. And then it doesn't get sold. And I'm like, oh fuck, four slices. I'll have them nine p each. <laughs> um, so that was like that was like the main perk. My 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 best story. I have to tell this story as an anecdote. Um, it was it was uh, Claire and I had started our relationship, and um, we were discovering not only our, our personalities and um, <laughs> uh, um, but you know but also each other's bodies. Oh, 
um, God. <laughs> so uh, I worked at Waitrose whilst I went to college. So uh, I went to college one day and, you know, we had like a long lunch or whatever. So we went downtown, bought some products. Uh, one of the things that I purchased was a small bottle of Durex Play Lubrication. Oh. Um, oh. So, oh, fine. Great. Great. Doesn't matter. Good. Uh, went off to work, pot- potted off to work, did my shift, no worries whatsoever, we're, we're all good. Um, then I leave, and I leave the locker room and I walk towards the front of the store, which is where, uh, for some reason, the area manager is in, um, and a few sort of security guard type people. Uh, and it transpired that they were doing bag checks, <laughs> in case anyone had stolen anything. Now... Uh, I told you about the Gatto situation. Another thing that I did, which is flat-out theft, because uh, basically at the end of the day, if the stuff hasn't been sold, then you weigh it all up and print off a barcode and mark it as wastage, and you can't take that product. Um, but sometimes they'd have these little like chocolate gingerbread men, and I'm not going to buy them. Like, I have no interest in buying them, but if there's like 10 gingerbread men there, it seems so bad to throw them away. So I used to just sort of uh, pour them into my apron and just wrap them up and take them and that is fine, <laughs> um, and so I was I was thinking to myself oh thank fuck for that I'm glad that I didn't like and that was that was the extent of my theft I didn't do anything like I wasn't like yanking packs of whiskey pack, packs of whiskey <laughs> packs of whiskey off the shelf um, so but I, I was like oh phew at least I ain't got any gingerbread men today <laughs> Um, so, me being me, I have to give it a bit of bravado, and Ellie, the area manager, was like, yeah, we're doing bag checks, so can we just check your bag? I was like, yeah, no worries at all. And me being me, dickhead MJ, made a bit of a joke about it, and he started oh, completely unaware and oblivious to what he'd purchased earlier in the day. He started narrating the items in his bag. So he was like, it's my house keys. Um, oh, that's a magazine. That's a blah, blah, or whatever. And then I was like, oh, that's a small bottle of lubricant. Um, and I was like, and, she, and there was basically this like question of like, um, you shouldn't really make sure you keep the receipt. And I was like, yeah, sorry, I will definitely keep the receipt in future. Um, but I don't think we sell this lubricant. And it, I, was, I was mortified at the time. Um, but now I'm confident enough to retell the story. Oh, my Lord. And how will oh, your wife yep. feel about you telling us this story? I think she'd be fine with it. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank to you. slip out of it. Find a way to slip out of it. Oh. Uh, let's move on smoothly. Um, oh. Do any of you use online delivery? Yes. <laughs> Next. <laughs> do you find it useful? Like yeah, it? I use it use it very occasionally. We usually we usually use it when we are completely busy and can't find any time to shop, and we know we know we've got this coming up. And um, we use a cardo, um, a little bit more expensive, but they are really good. Fair play. Uh, you other two gentlemen, do you use the online delivery at all? Online delivery. Um, I've not personally used it myself. I just feel like. You're giving them all the power. I mean, when I go to the supermarket, mm. I love to. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those annoy, annoying cunts that, you know, fiddle around with the shelf and gets the, you know, the fresh <laughs> bit right at the back. <laughs> and I know they're not doing that for me for a delivery. So yeah. I, no, no. Yeah. 
Airplane. Yeah, we've used it a, a, like a handful of times. It sometimes can be very useful. Um, very occasionally, if you know a supermarket has got a product um, that is going to be hard to get, I might jump on the online delivery and try and secure that product. But uh, t- for the most point, most part, um, now we'll just tend to do it ourselves. It's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Wait, we, we... I'll tell oh, you sorry. something. I'll tell you something interesting. Um, well, as you know, in the UK, we've got to pay 5p for bags. Or is it 10p now? Can't even uh, keep up. Depends on it? the bag. Depends on the bag. So um, my wife, who was my fiancée at the time, she she used to do deliveries. Um, obviously, now she uh, she doesn't do deliveries because I frown upon it. But um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> She she told me that when she used to deliver them, she would request to have no bags, so they wouldn't charge her for the bags. Yeah, but they would still deliver the goods with the bags. Ah, mm. yeah, yeah. We we uh, yeah the bags the bags is a weird thing when it comes to these deliveries because we we get it most weeks. Um, we've used Sainsbury's, ASDA, and Tesco, and we've we've basically had issues with. Uh, Sainsbury's and Asda, which is why we now use Tesco, and it's just purely a convenience thing. My wife um, uh, doesn't work two days of the week, and so those days are easy for her to get the, the shopping delivered. But to take a, a, a two-year-old child out is just a chaos. So it's just easier to get it delivered. Um, but anyway, we, we get Tesco, and we quite like it because the bags they sort of try and separate out everything. So. If it's a replacement item, it comes in a yellow bag. If it's frozen, it comes in a blue bag. If it's fruit and veg, it comes in a different bag. So you yeah. sort of know instinctively which yeah. bag contains what type of items. Sainsbury's and Asda's, though, the amount of times they'd come with their little cartons of food and there'd be, like, five bags in there that have nothing in. Like, it would just be weird. You'd have one bag which has, like, one tin of baked beans in it, the next bag that has, like, three items in it, and then there'll be just three random bags just thrown in there that has... Like nothing in it whatsoever, whatsoever, which is really, really weird. It just flies in the face of everything this country is mm. trying to do with with plastic bags. It's mm. just like, oh yeah, we really want you to come in with your own bags and sort it out in the shop. But if you get delivered, fuck it, we'll just throw as much plastic at you as possible. It's just a very weird mixed message. Ricardo yeah. are quite good in that they uh, they're also coloured like the uh, Tesco ones, but they also give you if you return the bags, they knock the like five p off per bag. Oh, fair play. So that's um, good. One thing I did want to touch on just briefly here, it's just been in the news lately, is that Waitrose, I don't know if you've seen this, Waitrose trialling um, deliveries actually in your house while you're out. Uh, so basically they, there would be a smart lock on your door, which would have a code. Ah, yes, I've seen the Amazon do that as well, haven't they? Yeah. The, the driver would get the code at the, at the assigned delivery time. He could come into your house while you're out somewhere else at work or whatever. Uh, put away your shopping and then leave. And when he leaves, the code is deleted. And they would also have body cams on, so you could then watch the video the next day to make sure that they've not done anything and sniffed your underwear and stolen your, your <laughs> diamond Boop. rings or anything like that. Unless you want them to sniff your underwear. Well, exactly. Why are you leaving it on the counter side if, if not? Um, was that something that would even remotely interest any of you? Nah, no, I don't want people calling Hell no. Hell no, hell no. Maybe like a no. a little outside refrigerated bin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that that would work. 
Yeah, that yeah. would make more sense. No, I'm not. I think they're not coming into my house. It's no. just, I don't know who would do that. Like, I, I get the idea of oh, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. I've got a busy lifestyle. It's it's great that somebody can come when I'm not here. I don't have to be here. But to let a stranger into your house, even when you've got a body cap, it's just mental. Stuart, what's the matter? I was just laughing at the, the sentence that you said, which was it was it was puerile and immature, and I'm not repeating it. No, please, in front of the class. No, no, it was rude. <laughs> it was rude. It was um, th- about people coming when you're not there. Did you want to ask this podcast? No. Oh, I'd like to ask a quick few, uh, a quick question. Fascinating question. What day do you do your weekly shop on? Whenever. Don't have routines. Routines are for nerds. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, we tend to get it delivered on a Thursday. Nerds. That's weird. Because Riley? that's the day that my wife is off work. Usually on the weekend, but um, could be a toss-up on any day, really. Okay, more sensible. Yeah. MJ, what day do you do it? Uh, I, yeah, Saturday. Saturday or Sunday. Crazy. Usually Saturday. Saturday Insanity. at a specific time as well, but eleven twenty-seven. Usually about yeah. Morning Saturday morning. <laughs> you sometimes go to the shop at midnight, correct? Yeah, I do. I like a nice Tesco midnight. Yeah. That's a winner. Yeah, uh, that's actually quite fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid- midnight Love Tesco midnight. midnight Tesco. Yeah, we did that the other a, night. Actually, relaxed. A relaxed. B you get soundtrack. C. Uh, you get to spot all the gnarly brand new midnight releases, and you can have fun by by opening the packaging on the on the trolleys and getting them out. And before, and then you have the trouble at the till because they haven't put them in the system yet. So you, <laughs> you got to go back and get a similar product. That and it, it, uh, no, it's great. It can often be a bit on top as well because you'll you sometimes get a few people who might have had a drink. Or who might be walking around slowly because they might have been having a little, might have been having a little smoke, and have just had a wander to the midnight Tesco's, and it's uh, yeah. that's always good fun. So you can you can pretend well, you're like in, I... pretend you're in The Walking Dead or something, can't you? <gasps> oh! <laughs> I completely forgot that The Walking Dead started this week. Oh, oh, oh you're you doing an impression oh. of you. Um, oh. I like. I like what happened to me the other day where there was that like six year old boy run- wandering around at like quarter past twelve and Madness. I was like what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> was in the toy aisle of all places. <laughs> oh no wait, that was what the fuck am I doing in the toy aisle at twelve AM? Correct. Following six year old children. <laughs> yeah, um, correct. In order to grow the Food Review UK podcast, we'd like to ask all our listeners and subscribers to drop us a review on their chosen podcast application. With your help, we can grow the podcast to such an extent that we have no need for the Food Review UK YouTube channel and its owner, Michael Jameson. There is a little favour that we'd like to ask of you. Just head on over to iTunes and leave us a positive review. 1,000 five-star reviews and MJ dies! Hurrah! Right, before we uh, close this out, just one very quick question. Um, Do we believe that basically uh, people who don't know how to use the self-service checkout should be shot if they occupy time at a self-service oh, checkout man when when 
someone's got a member of staff there scanning their shopping for them at the self-service <laughs> checkout, I, I, it drives me insane. You know, I feel when when people are getting the unexpected item in the baggage constantly, uh, you feel their pain because it's happened to all of us. But why? Why is that? Why is that elderly woman? Forcing, <laughs> forcing the person who's supposed to be supervising all twelve of these self-service tills. Why is she having her scan her shopping for her? Don't just go to another till. Go to another till. I've not seen that. Oh, oh I've seen it way too many times. Yeah. 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 Wow, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it is a relatively simple task. You put your bag down on one side. You scan it. You put it in the bag on the other side. Yeah. How people can get it wrong? What's the matter, Michael? Oh, can I just say uh, uh, the, the the scanners are getting better. Yeah, they Have are. you yes. guys used a cooperative self serve scanner? <laughs> no, they're, they're all co- fucking mental. Literally, they're supposed to be cooperative. Literally, uh, you, you literally go like this, right? The, the scanner's like what two feet away. You're like whoop. It's like boop croissants go. It's like, <laughs> fuck! Brilliant. Do you know what I've got to say? Uh, fair play to I think it's Morrison's and Sainsbury's now that are giving you the option to not bother printing a receipt. That's a winner. Yes. That's a winner yeah, because I, I don't want it. In the last, the last two or three weeks, every not only the self service, everywhere is asking me if I yeah. want a receipt printed. Yeah. But they say, do you want the receipt? But here's the thing, Asda. Can you say yes, Asda. Why do yeah, I myself. why do I need to watch myself on a video screen while I'm scanning my shopping? <laughs> it's, it's so that you can pretend that you're this working there, maybe. Like what? maybe people have got fantasies of working at Asda. What's it about? Like, what? Is it is it is, is it supposedly some kind of like you 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 can see yourself there? Is it going to stop you pulling any swift ones? Is that the idea that you think that you're maybe. being watched? You know. It's 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 a deterrent for shoplifting. And I, it just yeah, doesn't make, it. make any sense. Like oh, practicing some faces. Like trying to bizarre. Gurning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Making a face every time that it beeps. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the idea. Alright, lovely. Yeah. Um Michael. Michael yeah. Jameson. Yes. Sock med me. Oh, we're remembering social media this time around. Right, so we've got exclusively you... quest... What? Literally, for the last like half a dozen or so shows we have. So yeah, shut, your... Sorry, shut your yeah, fucking joking. pie hole. Get on with joking, it. Joking, innit? Um, literally, all of our questions come exclusively from Instagram this time. Well, so yeah. do remember, guys, we post the thumbnail a few days before and we ask your questions. We will rattle through these. Review Snacks UK says, "What's your supermarket meal deal? A sandwich, snack, and drink." Uh, I suspect I'm probably one of the only people on the list that does this. Uh, it would be a uh, probably egg and bacon triple with <laughs> I've killed you, with depends on what crisps I, I fancy on the day, but often not something like a ready salted or prawn cocktail and then a drink I'd like cherry coke but not many places stock cherry coke so it just ends up being maybe something like a capella mm. wow capella for lunch yeah baller weird sorry what apple juice for lunch yeah sorry having capella after 12pm weird grow up mm. no you grow up next question 
unless anyone has answers to that. No, I don't. Really, I don't really do that. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't do them, man. Riley, what's that? <laughs> do you do, do, you do the, uh, supermarket like sandwich meal deal thing? Do you do that? Sometimes, um, well, it's only Tesco's. Uh, I don't, I don't really like Sainsbury's meal deal, and I've never ever tried as this meal deal either. Usually, I get honey and mustard, uh, <laughs> chicken and honey mustard um, pasta. Good choice. I would then get uh, the big eat quavers. And um, with the drink, it really just depends what mood I'm in. Mm. I think I've only done it once. Uh, the one-stop one's quite good because they've got some quite weird, like you get like a snack in there as well. So they do like little tiny chicken satay and whatnot. But yeah, like I said, I think I've only done it once and whatever. Right, next question, Mom. Carl PW95 says, what supermarket, in your opinion, provides the most value for money and why? What aisle do you head for? for first to look for new products ld is the best value for money by far because they do excellent good quality products and they are good value and you do not feel like you are being ripped off whatsoever and i would say the best aisle for new foods is usually crisp snack aisle um yeah probably little because i can't speak to aldi or alternatively of the slightly larger brands uh sorry larger shops asda uh, because they're variety and they're usually reasonably plus. Although you end up then spending more money because you buy shit that you didn't want in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and I'll yeah, crisps probably. Yeah. Um, best value for money, I have to go little because that's that's I don't I don't have that experience of Aldi, and I go to the Lego aisle and the beer aisle. Priorities in that it? order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Lego aisle's usually first. Yep. Yep. Um, Audi. Audi would be best value of money for me because uh, you make the saving and you're not compromising on quality of food. Um, the first aisle I'd probably go to would be the baked goods. Nice. Yeah, fair. Okay. Frankie Funko says, if you could create a combo mega supermarket, which aspects would you take from each supermarket, i.e. Asda's mental last products? Aldi's cheapo knockoff brands, Morrison All Northern Grand Charm, etc. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think she's just yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that. yeah. She's done it. Yeah, yeah. she's created maybe, it. Maybe, maybe throwing meat from Aldi or Lidl's because they're quite meat. decent. Meat from Morrison's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Camp, best country for supermarkets, America, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, something else, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are yes. something else. It's ridiculous. Oh, what can I find in here? Oh, literally everything. Yeah. Very quick question, actually, Riley, because you do uh, travel as part of your um, channel. Have you found yes. supermarkets any any decent supermarkets in other country? I'll be honest. Um, I feel like I feel like I feel like the UK's supermarket game is a lot better than than Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. by miles, by miles. Um, I just, I don't know. I just find that they're even the layout. It just seems so premature. Mm-hmm. And and the yeah. products are not as they're not as diverse. Yeah, yeah. But, but but you will find but you will find some cheap items there. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. they sometimes they'll excel at one thing. Like 
they might have like a like you go France and the bakery just destroys like yeah. UK supermarkets yeah. or whatever. But in general, I think we've got we've got it good. We can't complain about supermarkets in this country. No. One thing yeah. that I did find quite cool though was um where was I? I was in I was in Italy. Yeah, I was in Italy, and I can't remember the name of the supermarket, but it was. I was quite impressed because it, it it did stand out in terms of the layout, the the range of food and everything. But when I got to the self, because they had the self service checkout as well. Once I put all my items through, got the receipt, I tried to come out, and the, the I don't know what would you call it, the barrier. It wouldn't open. It refused to open. And I'm looking <laughs> around, going, "What the hell is going on? Why why can't I go through?" And the poor lady, like she couldn't speak English, she just just pointing at my receipt and then I looked at it and I went oh there's a barcode oh I'm supposed to scan it so you, you scan a little thing oh. and then the oh. open and you can go through so I thought that was quite I thought that was pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah it's a clever idea yeah yeah uh, when I was in I was <laughs> when I was in uh, Spain 18 months ago in Bilbao supermarkets uh, there had like lockers to put your bags in because you weren't allowed to take like, a rucksack or a bag into the supermarket they must get a lot of a lot of thieving in the, mm. uh, uh, on the continent but yeah I think I, I think I had a stew in Bilbao once uh, <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> great great reference <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make that one day. Built but whatever it's called, Brawl Bow Stew. Uh the Cookie Mill UK, I like this question. Must you park as close as possible to the entrance of the supermarket or do you not mind parking further away and walking? I always park I park further away and walk. Try to get the steps up in it. Wow. Uh, as, yeah. As somebody's not particularly uh comfortable with parking. I tend to park wherever there's three spaces next to each other. <laughs> nice. Um, I do... Um, yeah, I usually don't mind walking. I, I want less hassle, so I'll go to a... Like, disabled a, bay. An aisle. Yeah. yeah. I'll go and, and push a disabled person out. <laughs> um, or roll them out. <laughs> um, no, sorry. Jesus Not all disability Christ. is visible. Sorry. Um... I will look. I will go for an easy aisle, but I will say that that is one of the absolute pleasures of the midnight Tesco trip. You're getting the you're getting the number one spot, and you usually you're getting top five spot. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Next, um, he's also said, "Fuck, marry or kill." Tesco, Aldi, M and S. Marry Aldi. Fuck M&S. Kill Tesco. Correct. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even though, I've, even though I've not been to Aldi. Yeah, you probably... You you need all three. You need Tesco for the products. You need Aldi for the weekly shopping. You need M&S for the premium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And his last question is, funniest thing you've ever seen happen in a supermarket? A Some six-year-old child get... at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy gets lube out. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, nothing funny. Supermarkets are a serious business. <laughs> I um, I was once walking around Morrison's with my headphones on, um, and realised that everyone was standing still. I was like, "This is weird." Took my headphones off, realised that it was eleven o'clock 
on uh, oh, on no. um, <laughs> Armistice Sunday. The entire supermarket is standing in silence for a minute silence, and I'm walking around carrying on, browsing the salad, looking for that fresh salad at the back. More than likely, rapping a Paul like rapping Wu Tang lyrics as well, like yeah. out loud during the minute silence. Yeah, that would have been fun. Oh, and those, those, I didn't those see crispy. Those crispy salad bags are oh, pretty yeah. rusty as Making well. Making all the noise, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't see it, but I performed it. <laughs> Incredible. Riley, you seen anything funny in a supermarket? Uh, nothing comes to mind, no. Fairs, fairs. Uh, Luke Carrigan says, Do you remember what Morrison's was before? Uh, yeah, Safeway. Made a yeah, I mean, it wasn't the same company, just that loads of... I mean, I think that Luke thinks that Morrison's took over... So, Morrison's took over Safeway's um, locations. Morrison's isn't Safeway. So that's uh, Stuart telling Luke to go fuck himself. Next <laughs> yeah. question. Uh, why are Tesco Superstore so far away? They're not. I've got two quite near. Yeah, so have I. Uh, Little is OG Aldi. Oh, this is a great question, also from Luke. Why does Lidl smell like? Sorry, why does Lidl smell just like Spanish slash Portuguese supermarkets abroad? Bakery, fucking love that. It's true; they do smell sort of mm-hmm. it's not unpleasant, but it is distinct. Yeah, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I never noticed that, it. No. That foreign smell. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why yeah. Riley hates Lidls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and I think last up we've got Orish Plinski I never know how to pronounce the name so I just do it like that uh, what's up fellas thank you hello uh, what is your worst experience in a supermarket getting bag search uh, either working or just as a consumer uh, probably slightly uh, the Waitrose Delicatessen counter had some really really thick skinned on the bone ham and some really quite blunt and inadequate knives to cut them with and as a seven as a as a 15 year old boy uh, who's never really sort of done cooking or whatever learning to carve thin slices of ham with literally like cutting through leather on the top that was fucking hard that was tragic and mm. because you put the ha- you pick up the hat, you first of all you have to reach over to the front of the counter, pick up the heavy ham, then you have to put it down on the spiky metal plate, then you have to put a uh, hold it steady with the meat prong, and then you have to slice it. And when that knife reaches the metal plate at the bottom, that <coughs> that that shrill noise that everyone hates, ah, oh, horrible experience. Yeah. Sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, happened to me all the time as well. <laughs> I was literally going to be the story I was going to tell, but uh, you've stolen that from me. And yeah. if you could create a supermarket, what would its name be? Riley's. Oh yes, that's that's good. That's good. See that works. Yeah. That works. Mine. I'd rather go for Riley's than Stuart's. Or, no bull- or, or Bullock's. Yeah, Bullock's. That's yeah. a Butcher's, isn't it? Yeah, it'd have to be a yeah, Butcher's, yeah. Like butchers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Yeah, Peterson's. It's (laughs) awful. I I, I don't have any... uh, Yeah, nothing nothing funny. Uh, Mine mine would be... Nate Nate (laughs) Breeze. Mine isn't funny either, but it it is a great suggestion. I'd probably call mine value play. Um, After the lubricant, the slogan would be: <laughs> <laughs> "The slogan would be you're making the value play." Um, and Ooh. finally, they've said, <laughs> "Cracking podcast, boys, keep it up." Thank you. Why uh, love? Why love? Uh, Stuart's face. Uh, was that Olichi Plinsky? Olichi Thank you very much, Olichi Plinsky. Thank you, Michael, for the social media comments. Obviously, everybody. Stay tuned a couple of weeks' time when MJ drops another one of those posts on Instagram and uh, let us have your questions each show because it uh, provides great content. No, um, no, thank you for giving me the opportunity to let our viewers and listeners have a voice. No, you're, and thanks, Stuart, for being excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's been an absolute age. Stuart? Correct. Do you want to play a game? It's time to play a game. It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. It's called Sweeter or Seven. We'll pull the name of a food stuff out of a hat. You tell us what you think about that. Will the next food stuff be Sweeter or Savory? Will it be sugary or covered in sour? It's just no way to know. Right, it's been a very long time since we played it. I've got no idea what the high score is anymore. I know Jason Cockcroft smashed it about a year and a half ago. Um, but we haven't played it for a while. So, I'm starting the scoreboard new now. New, new what? So, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm wow. just... I'm uh, rebooting. Just rebooting. Just yeah. Does that mean that everybody except for Rich gets a second crack at this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excellent. New 52. Here we go. Right. Riley, the first product out of the Northern Flat Cap is. Here we go. It's still. It's the first time out. It's still and cheese, my friend. Still. Oh, oh no, wow. it's not the first time out. It's the third time out. It's crazy. Still and cheese. Um, will the next product, Riley, be sweeter or savourier than still and cheese? Savourier. Savourier than sweet in Stilton Ooh. cheese. We have Flaming Hot Monster Munch. Second time Ooh. out of the hat. Flaming Hot Monster Munch. Is that, that's, a sa- that's a savourier product than Stilton cheese. Yeah. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. You're on two. Will the next product be sweeter or savourier than Flaming Hot Monster Munch? I'm going to go savourier. Oh, 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 you savage. Oh, oh. Gambling, man. Here we go. Savourier than Flaming Hot Monster Munch. Shuffling them up. It is not savourier than Flaming Hot Monster oh. Munch. It's the original Oreo. Oh. Oh. It's game over, man. Three. So you're at the top of the scoreboard, but that's that's <laughs> that's that's getting beaten next time, definitely. Three, that's that's about as bad as it gets, isn't it? It's yeah. yeah. I mean the um, um, man who says savourier. Than, than flaming up monster munch is is uh is walking a very fine line and it didn't work out yes. for you dude sorry it's a dangerous Fort- game 
Yeah. Fortune favours the brave, though. I mean, that could have yeah. that could have been an amazing play if he'd gone for if he got Marmite or something. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know. Didn't know. Did he? So. No. I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm just trying to be positive. I'm just yeah. trying to be nice to our guest. <laughs> Stuart. Thank you for playing. Anyway. Um, Thank you. That is basically everything we've got time for then, I think. Um, thank you for joining us, Riley. I hope you've thank enjoyed you. your, your first time on the uh, Unwrapped podcast. It's been fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, have you on again. And uh, just want to remind the uh, listeners where they can uh, where they can find you. Yeah, so, uh, as I said before, my main... Um, main hub is my youtube channel i don't really have a an actual blog uh website so it's um forward slash riley Sirola. you can find me on instagram as well again forward slash riley Sirola. and um that's about it for now um plans for next year probably to have a you know a dedicated website nice. and um just push out more awesome content yeah any any big any good or big reviews coming up that you're planning? Um, well, there's been there's been a push to review Creps and Cones. Uh, cool. Supposed to be a really big deal. So, um, but I've heard I've heard a lot of bad things about it. To be honest, but I'm going there with clear mind. So, so Creps and Cones. Creps and Cones. That's got to be that's got to be a play on words, hasn't it? That's got to be. A, a play on Crept and Conan. Yeah. Must be. Are they, like, sh- that makes me think, like, maybe they might even be involved. Because that sounds blatant. <laughs> I've, surely, like, like, grime legends have not, like, m- <laughs> like branched out into desserts. <laughs> surely not. <laughs> well, you never know, Stuart, you never know. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah. Anybody, uh, anybody out there? If you, uh, if that sounds good, then uh, obviously go and check out Riley. As I say, we 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 highly um, highly endorse this channel. Amazing stuff. Thank you also to MJ and Stuart, whose contributions are always appreciated. As they say, every little helps. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, I'd I'd also like to thank Riley and just give him my stamp of approval as well. Uh, <laughs> I think the the. <laughs> The the list of UK food based YouTubers or food based reviewers, I guess, uh, is 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 it's growing. Um, but I think Riley's one of the best. Um, slick, stylish, uh, great personality, and it's very interesting. Um, you do get some good good uh, London restaurant ideas. So go and check out his channel. Correct. Yeah. Oh. All stuff I said earlier, but thanks yeah. for repeating it. Yeah. And finally, well, but, yeah, no. sorry, the founder, sorry, the founder of the channel said it now. So, oh, okay, <laughs> no, need, no need to pull rank. Uh, co-founder of the podcast said it earlier. And finally, thanks to the listeners for continuing to tune in. If this is your first show, please hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. Um, We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a show all about the fantastical world of curries. But until then, the store is now closing. Good night. That was a slick slick ending, Nathan Peterson. Yeah, I'm glad that it was was met with uh, silence from everybody and nobody said goodbye either. Probably put a a tumbleweed sound effect in at the end as well. Yeah, great stuff. Was that a joke? 
<laughs> no. No. Not a joke, was it? Not really. Brilliant. Not really a joke, just a, a themed good. goodbye. Brilliant. Yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, greatness, greatness. Once Wonderful. again, once again, the end of a podcast ends in... Just dog, dog shit. Dog shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>